All right. Ready then? Yep. I'm ready. All right. So I'm going to do the theme song in three, two, one. Had to have high, high hopes for a living. Shooting for the stars, but I couldn't make a killing. Didn't have a dime, but I always had a vision. Always had high, high hopes. Had to have high, high hopes for a living. But I couldn't make a feeling. What is it going to be a one in a million? Always had high, high hopes. All right, can we play the real theme song? Damn it. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> I was really hoping you'd just go straight into the intro. Thought Cops, the only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because, hey, somebody's got to do it. And then we let you be the judge. We let you be the jury. We let you be the executioner, too, in the court of public opinion coming to you live from Neo Chicago. I am Officer Kevin. And once again, I am Grantara of the Mooney Suzuki clan, the 69th cop kage of the village hidden in the thoughts. I was wondering if you were going to get into this think, again. Yeah. Wrong think no jutsu. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> See, well, the, fun, the funny part is how I mean, cringy the word, the, the phrase wrong think is. I, I know, and I'm just... <laughs> I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you do your thing, man. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting to watch. So <laughs> Twitter no jutsu. Let's give a quick thank you to our guest from last week, Aaron Klopfer. Thank you, Aaron. Always a blast. Klop for Klopper. Klop for Klopfer. Klops for Klopfler. And we got a returning champ to the Thought Cops canon. Back again, once more. It's about time, too. It's about time, too. We got Ari Grab. What's up, Ari? Hello, it's me. I'm back. Hi. Hello. How are you, man? How the hell are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm beat, but I'm good. Beat, but you're good. Yeah. Yeah, I saw you recently, man. I know we'll uh, get into that a little bit here, but I got to visit you in sunny Los Angeles. Yeah, we had Pokey. It was nice. It was nice. Pokey, like the uh, like the monster game, Pokemon. Yeah, we ate monsters for lunch. Yeah, it was sounds delicious. delicious. There's 150 so, fish to eat. Gotta gotta consume all of them. Consume content. Hell yeah. Uh, ask no questions. So anyway, Ari, you've been a busy guy since we last had you on the show. You've been plugging away at Bento Banana, great That's original right. animated series. You got that on your YouTube channel. Uh, is watch it, it. Yeah, is it a grab or Ari grab? Uh, my YouTube is just my name, Ari grab. Ari Grab, okay. Yeah. So yeah, subscribe to Ari on YouTube for Bento Banana. You bet, uh, the third exciting installment of Bento Banana is coming soon. Mm-hmm. And we can say now 
that it features a voice of a very close friend of the show, Asterios Kokonos, will be right. playing the villain in Bento Banana 3. A ninja radish by the name of Radishita. <laughs> Which I am excited for, man. I, yeah. I I would love to see him slide into the role of a villain. I think he, he plays great. Heel. Yeah, he, he kills it, and he was he was so fun to direct. He like you can like I was like, oh, this guy has acting chops. Like he's he's not just the guy who's like I make comedy. I do voices. Like he, he <laughs> like, very oh, much took direction. He would like not want to move on until he knew I was happy. Like he uh-huh. was, he was oh he was a he was a gift. That's great, man. I know the first two episodes are out now. They're great. Check them out. Get excited for that next one. Mm-hmm. I'm working and you've hard also, on it. Yeah, man. You've also been working hard on a new gig you got. That's you've right. You've been an animator on Rick and Morty, the latest season. Yep. Season four, baby. Today and was were- actually my, my last day for a little while. I'm on hiatus now. Okay. I've been there for a good, I don't know, five or six months. And man, it was a lot, but it was awesome. I know, and I when I was visiting you, you were kind enough to give me a brief tour of the the factory where they make the cartoons walk around and move around and say all kinds of funny stuff. Yep, so you know how easy it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let me just say I know I I can't get into specifics, but I just want to say that it looked extremely uh easy and simple. <laughs> so, <laughs> I yep. could do this. Yeah, no, no, no. For real though, I was blown away by the man, the the attention to detail you guys all have, and just yeah, all the moving parts that come together. It was just like, honestly, it was very inspiring. I left there being like, "Damn, that's awesome." Yeah. yeah, it's cool. And I've I've been um like like a lot of people, a fan of the show from the beginning. So this was I I came in a fan of the show. Yeah, and. uh I was nervous. I'm like, oh, can I, can I wear my Rick and Morty shirts or like, like a nerd? <laughs> and like that ended immediately because everyone there is always wearing Rick and Morty shirts. So I was like, okay, it's cool. That's it's cool. Uniform. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. At this point, you don't want, you don't wear one. It's uh, it's going to be an issue. Better not be wearing, fa- you better not be wearing family guy when you, no, I'm just kidding. I, I don't know I, if there's a rivalry there. I, I don't want, <laughs> I've never seen any. I've, I've never heard anyone wear or seen anyone, anyone wear any family guy merchandise. So I can't, I can't speak to that. Family guy seems to be like the exact, like the upside down polar opposite of Rick and Morty. I would say so. Yeah. It's like the, the dark side of Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty is the dark side of family guy. It seems like heaven and hell. Hmm. maybe. Yeah. So, one is very concerned with um, storyline and character development, and, and the other is Rick arts. and Morty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great. I remember, like you know, like before I went on to the show and I worked at you know other smaller studios. I think I always had maybe this like subconscious fear or assumption that people who worked there were like we're in the cool club. Like we're on the hit show. We work on Rick and Morty and having been there, that is not the case. Everyone there is a incredibly awesome, humble nerd who, uh, and I feel like having like a lot of personal identity and ego around the show and you is kind of frowned upon there. Like I could see are, that. Yeah. Yeah. People are really cool about like, I remember I got a cat recently and I was like, I don't think of a name for it. And I was like, what if, what if I pick like a Rick and Morty name? And my friend Kendra was just like, don't do that. Like, you know, have, have <laughs> yeah. your own identity outside the show. And I was like, yeah, good call. 
So how is Mr. Pee Pee Poo Poo Head nowadays? <laughs> uh, she's great and says so many funny catchphrases. <laughs> awesome. Gotta teach him early. So, I mean, yeah, I, I know there's like, I'm trying to think what I can ask you about the, the just whole ask. process. <laughs> just ask. What's Rick like in person? Yeah, how what's, what's he like? <laughs> I, I, he was like, I, I, I was going to meet him, but he's on lunch, so I couldn't. Uh, do you mean Dan or Justin? Oh, the character. Because he's, <laughs> he's both, he's half of each of them, I've, I've come to learn. Huh. Yeah, I always kind of got that impression. I know people yeah. were like, it, he sounds like Dan Harmon, but it's Justin Roiland doing the voice. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know if that's the inspiration. I mean, I guess like Doc Brown from, you know. Yeah, yeah that too, of course, yeah. But, um, but personality-wise, sort of. I mean, I remember like, um, I was once like, given like reference footage of Dan acting out a scene of Rick for me to use. You know, oh, it's, okay. It, it was in um the first episode that aired when Rick is like all pouty and he's just like, Morty, would you please come with me like in front of Beth, like giving like a whole like kind of stubborn yeah. dog and pony show. Um, Dan was, I think, very specific about what he wanted there. And so he like, someone just filmed him with a phone and I used that as like reference. And I was like, oh yeah, like, there he is. There's there's Rick. Um, and there's like a lot of times where Dan will do like a temp voice before Justin will come in. Mm-hmm. So hearing him like sort of read off the initial writings, I'm like, oh yeah, like there is that piece of Dan in there. But then hearing Justin bring his own like goofiness to it, I'm like, and there's the other half of it. There's like the funny, like wacky side of Rick. So he feels like both of them. Yeah, I think, yeah, I know you're telling me like they're not, you know, they're, they're kind of in and out of the office. I was also going to ask you, what is the relationship like from the animation team to the writing team? Like, are you guys like close in contact with like a certain gag should and has to look a certain way? Yeah, like, like, should like, the, like I feel like there's like a, like a lot of visual punchlines and stuff like that. I can't say I'm close with the writers outside of seeing them in the kitchen and having that sweet water cooler talk about whatever was on TV lately. Oh yeah. <laughs> but you see that new Rick and Morty last night. <laughs> I think, I think, it's, I think it's more the directors <laughs> who would sort of be about, um, yeah. punching up those jokes. The writers do like rewrite things though. And, and want to, you know, and so it's, there's a lot of back and forth, but I would yeah, say yeah. that I'm personally, talking to the writers all that much unless we're talking about you know their dog or something yeah no i just was curious because like i'm someone who's more you know into and attempting to get into the writing side of this sort of thing and watching you kind of you know showing me different drafts of how certain scenes would play out like if i was writing something like that i think that would be an important detail and i think there's a lot of like comedic timing that comes in turn with animation and yeah. just how things look. And you know, there, there is one thing. There is like one thing you showed me in, in particular that stuck out to my head. And I, I won't go into specifics too much, but where a character was bleeding, and originally I think the character's blood splurted out of them, like a, like splashed out of them. Uh-huh. But you thought you thought it would be funnier if the blood just dropped out of them. Hmm. And I was like, that's really like, I agree. Like that is funnier. Like, cause it's just less expected. And I would also have to imagine that when writing a scene like that, like obviously directing a scene like that too, that that's a crucial detail is cause like that would be like 
the tag or the punchline on a, a funny scene, you know? Yeah, I there's I mean there are so many people who will, are responsible for asking for that to happen or directing for like there are several directors and an editor and two creators and of course all the producers at Adult Swim who all look at this thing and give their take on it. And so, you know, there's yeah, there's there are so many people like trying to get this thing to be as perfect as possible essentially. Yeah. So, yeah, like ev- everything ends up morphing and changing so much on this show more than I think I've seen on any other show I've been on. Yeah, I think last time you were on, you were working on Hot Streets on Adult Swim. Yeah, and that was a lot more, I think, uh, conventional. You know, things came back from overseas, Mm -hmm. punched it up. It was pretty close to the animatic. Um, Not a whole lot of, like, new audio was ever recorded or anything. And on this show, sometimes, man, they're like, nah, these jokes can be way funnier. Let's let's make a different joke. Sometimes it's, you know, a whole different... You know, like we need to make this this emotional arc pay off better for this character. That that happens sometimes, even. Sure. Yeah, I was gonna ask, like, how often do you have to do those, like, reshoot, rewrite? Because I would imagine, and yeah, in the world of like having to create something like that, where you have to do all these animations and stuff like that. I mean, you compare that to a, a human being in front of a camera. And like sort of the flexibility with that. And it's like, no, you you have to create all this stuff over and over again. Like, how often does that happen? And how long does that take as a part of the process? On this show? Yeah. I mean, a lot. I mean, you might have noticed the show has kind of a reputation for taking a while to make. True. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> lot of gaps. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. A lot of gaps between the seasons. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, a lot of stuff that... uh doesn't quite get past the cutting room floor. That's like, it's great stuff. There's a lot of like, uh, designs that have been saved because they're just like, Oh, this is really cool. It's not what we need though for this. But let's, let's yeah. hold on to it in case we do need it. That's, you know, that kind of stuff happens. A, a lot of animation that I've done, um, didn't make it. Things got changed. I mean, yeah, they say you just should never get like too attached to, you know, whatever the phrase is like kill your darlings or whatever so it's like i think that the idea that you can at least be able to consistently put out a good product at the request of the people you work with is a great sign yeah yeah i I try to go into it with the idea that like hey i'm getting paid fairly to work on my favorite show and like just to do the craft that i wanted to do so whether or not whatever i animate is what makes it into the show like that's not what matters what matters is just me being concentrated and doing my best and just kind of providing what's what they need at the moment. Yeah. One of the guys you introduced me to was working on the animatics for the show. And mm-hmm. I remember he was animating a scene where he's like, yeah, there's like this alien. He only appears in one scene, but his, his job for the day was just basically drafting up like death animations for this character where he's like, yeah, they're not going to come back or this is like a kind of a one-off thing. But just the idea that he's like, I want to make sure this looks good. I want to make sure this uh, plays out the way that I want it to play out. Where it was like, yeah, each creature is so unique and different that it's got to have a different way that it looks when it dies. You just don't name them. That's uh, that's what I've heard is you don't, <laughs> get give it, don't give it a name. Don't get too attached. Yeah, yeah there's there's a great thing. This isn't my job, but I, really, I think this is really cool. In the uh, design department, there's a thing called special poses where... You know, if a character is maybe in a um, a weird angle or has a crazy death or, or just something really kind of 
particular or complicated or crazy about them, the design team will draw it for the animation team to uh, to reference when they animate. So you'll see some just awesome artwork yeah. in the studio of just like characters' faces blowing up, <laughs> shooting cool lasers, or yeah, I, I didn't really cool that, yeah. poses. I mean, I don't have one of the art books, but like, I want to get one because there's some just just great art coming out of there. Yeah, for sure. Um, I even know I, I didn't get to see it myself, but you guys have like a video game division there, like Squanch Tendo. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just called Squanch Games. Squanch Games, yeah. Yeah, I'm not like affiliated with them. I mean, I I'm friends with the uh, manager there, but you know, I don't do anything for them. I'm just like games. That's crazy. You guys make games. That's yeah, how it's magic, man. You're I mean, crazy. as far as I'm concerned, what you do is magic. I was watching you just, you know, work the the puppet tools and everything magic else. Man, Ma- magic man is Adventure Time. Ah, uh, f- wrong show. Cut, Don't cut you this. dare say I use the puppet tool. That's slander. I do not use the puppet tool. <laughs> <laughs> puppet tool. I don't even know what the hell that is. Uh, puppet tool. Hardly know her. Hardly know her. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was a great tour, man. It was very inspiring, and I appreciate you giving that to me. I'm happy to. Moving on to a little bit of our own show news, a little bit of our own housekeeping. We got a special announcement. Tell me more. Live shows are coming back, baby. That's right. Starting in January, we have some live show thought cops come out. If you're in Chicago or if you're not in Chicago, you better come out here and see one. Nothing set in stone yet, but it'll be. uh, Yeah, we don't we don't have an exact date set, but they will starting in January. So 2020, baby. We're going to be hitting the stage a lot more, more Thought Cops live, more video content, more episodes, more everything. 2020 is going to be our year, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That was the least enchanted. Like I was going to raise my arm up and do the the Jerry thing, but I and you wouldn't even do that. Don't you guys want to see that live? That man just, just grunting like that on a stage with a big bright light on him. I'm sure he would if it wasn't just me looking at him right now. You know, it's, yeah, I'm a, I'm in shorts and a sweatshirt right now. I don't care what I look like. Paint the scene. Yeah, paint. I also got a, a hat on. That's right. I haven't shaved in a while. So yeah, uh, we'll keep an eye out. Got we're, my got my gun on me. <laughs> we're we're gulp. Uh, we'll be updating you guys as soon as we can uh, in the very near future. We'll be having ticket links and everything. Keep your eyeballs peeled. Yeah, keep your eyeballs peeled. Keep your damn ears open and uh, say something if you want to come. If you see something, say something. If you see a thought cop show, show up. Why do we say keep our eyes peeled? That's a gross image to me of a peeled eye. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, one of my friends got LASIK, and he's like, yeah, they don't put you under, and they just kind of peel your eye with a laser, yeah. and it smells like burning hair. Yeah, I'm I've like, also heard that. I'm yeah. like, oh, that sounds awful. Speaking of things burning, uh, we also recorded a new episode of Fire Bros. Uh, just yeah, just was before. fire. Thank you. We've been practicing those. Yeah, we're trying. Um, yeah, so that should be out uh, sometime around the time that this is out. Um, I know we have a holiday coming out, uh, coming up. Uh, we have, oh, we have a new holiday coming out. Yeah. Th- thoughts giving. <laughs> I ho- I fucking hope so. Thoughts giving. Yes. Yeah. Let's use that as a segue to go into two minutes of hate. Okay. Yeah. Two minutes of hate. That very favorite, very famous segment of the yeah. show. Uh, for the sake of, uh, for the sake of, uh, segue is let me go first this time. Okay. But just to, for anyone who hasn't listened yeah. to the show before, this is where we like to blanket punish any of these bad, 
ne'er-do-wells who like to annoy us. They get under our skin on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, right. on Reddit, on Pinterest. They're all bad. On Newgrounds. Get out of here. On MySpace. We don't want you. Beat it. Out. Uh, yeah, speaking of inventing holidays, uh, you all going to celebrate Friendsgiving this year? <laughs> Actually, yes. I was going to invite you, but get I don't out. know. <laughs> yeah, I, get out. I don't know, man. I was going to, I was going to get the fuck out of my apartment. What do you have against Friendsgiving? Ari, do you do Friendsgiving? Oh, I have family in town, so I don't really feel a need to, but, but I don't think against it. Have, have, but have you like gone to a, gone I've to been a to gathering? One. Yeah, I've been to one. And have you called it Friendsgiving? Have you said, oh, I've got a Friendsgiving that I'm going Actually, to? Said friend calls it Baysgiving. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't make it better for me. This makes it it's harder so for, much worse. It's harder for you than it is for him. It is. Uh, I'm, so I'm, yeah. Uh, do so you, I don't have a. I don't have an issue with someone being like, "Hey, what are you? What are you going to do for Thanksgiving? I'm going to go by my family's this year." And someone goes, "Oh, I'm going to go by. I got some friends. We're going to do uh, Thanksgiving over at my friend's house." Hmm. I do have an issue with people saying, "I'm going to have a friendsgiving." <laughs> Okay, I thought- I'm gonna have a friendsgiving. Me and a couple friends are gonna have a friendsgiving. It's gonna be a potluck. I don't care. You're not interesting because you invented a word that doesn't make sense. It's not called family's giving. And you're like, well, I'm not going to my family's. I'm going to my friends. So therefore, it should be called something different. Okay, that's it's a very called, good point. It's called Thanksgiving. Mm. It's its own holiday with its own word. You don't have friendsmas. That's yeah. not a holiday. You don't, you don't have Frenzica. You don't have Frenzica. You don't have Freester. Those aren't holidays. Those aren't words. They don't make sense. Actually, Friendster was a website. Get out. Right. You know what? I start, You started this off, and I was like, oh, God, this guy hates fun. But I do. You started start to sell me a little. <laughs> <laughs> I just, some words don't need to be uttered. pushed together and uttered. Some portmanteaus don't need to be mantoed. I mean, my concern is someone just not going to understand if you're like, all right, let, let's act this out. Um, invite me to your Thanksgiving. Do you want to come over for Thanksgiving? Well, I'm not in, I'm not in your family. I don't care. Come over. Well, is it going to be your and your, you and your family? It's going to be some people. Just show up. Who are the people? <laughs> I don't think you understand how I talk to people in normal life. This is the best it gets. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, lying. actually I, I feel like this is now making more sense. Why yeah. this is <laughs> <for> you? <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's a Grinch. Never give in, never surrender. I am the Grinch. Yes, whatever the Thanksgiving Grinch is called, the Grant, the Grant. <laughs> You're a. <yeah. laughs> Can't wait for the new Twitter profile to uh, consume my personality. At least you'll stop doing that fucking Grant Arum cop cock thing. <laughs> I, I love that. I love it. He did a last episode, too. It, it is funny. I'm just wondering, like, is it going to be like 20 episodes? I'm thinking, like, I'm future-proofing. I'm like, are we going to be doing this for like 20 episodes? I'm going to buy that headband with the Adidas logo on oh, it. No. <laughs> Actually, that, that would rule. I'm not going to lie. That would rule. All right, so I have a I have a punishment for uh, for friends for people who use who utter the phrase who for people who have the audacity to utter the phrase friendsgiving. Um, your Facebook profile, uh, all your friends delete you. Oh, you have no more Facebook <laughs> oh! friends. 
You have no more social capital with which to spend. Damn. No. That is I'm thankful for, thankful for my friends, I guess. Well, don't use that word. You won't. I didn't actually. No, I was. Well, I'm, I, you're still invited, but there is a get I'm together. I'm going to be out of town. It's, a, it's after Thanksgiving. You'll, I think you'll be back. By well, then. that's not Thanksgiving then. That's a different holiday. It, is a, it was described as a post Thanksgiving friends get together. Fine. Perfectly. Is that is that good enough for you? That is good enough for me. Okay. Yes. That hit that hit the bar. It'd be free food. Just come. Anyway, Ari, did you have a two minutes of hate? Anything you want? You got off the head of your or off the top of your head immediately? Yeah, sure. I I'm gonna keep it really on theme with what I came in with, which is okay. uh, when I go on Instagram and Facebook because I now there's so much Rick and Morty in my life. I'm of course hit with targeted ads for Rick and Morty stuff, <laughs> and it's all. Like, obviously non-official, just, like, really crappy, cheap merchandise of, like, just really this, like, bottom-of-the-barrel ideas and bad art of Rick and Morty that I constantly get advertised. Is it, like, one of those, uh, like, ne- like always trust a Rick who was born in October? <laughs> <laughs> Here's my least favorite one. And it was, okay, so it's a shirt of on, on the top. It's Rick and Morty sitting in chairs, a la that one shot from Breaking Bad. On the bottom of the shirt, it's Walter White and Jesse in the same pose, but like live action, real Walter <laughs> White and Jesse. So these very two clashing styles of these yeah, two different like shows. That. And then holding the shirt is Aaron Paul. Oh, fuck! <laughs> I, I, I got that, too! I got that, too! Yeah, I was like, Aaron Paul does not endorse this shit. How dare you imply he does? I was convinced that was Photoshop, and I actually spent, like, five minutes zooming in on it. <laughs> I mean, he... I don't... I don't know. It, yeah, it, it must be Photoshopped. There's no... Like, there's no way that's official on anyone's part. It looks kind of real, though. That was a sad thing. I was like, well, oh. I mean, it's a real picture of Aaron Paul. It's just he's not actually holding a, that I shirt. I don't know, man. He could be. He's, no, he's either holding a different shirt or it's just some other arms. Like, it's not... Photoshop is not that hard of an application. And we can go very far with it. We've done says more you. impressive things. Sure, says me. <laughs> and I'm pretty great. Oh, but, real quick. Uh, Nico in the chat says, people who make Rick Sanchez art but with XXX tenation hair, smoking a blunt, wearing Supremes are the most powerful people. So these are the people who are making these uh, these bootleg merchandises that are being targeted to you. Yeah. Just Rick with, <laughs> Rick with fucking purple drink. With Bart I'm Simpson. Of, I'm trying to find the... Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, I don't think I have that kind of power, Nico. He just asked me. <laughs> see, I need to slip something like that in the show. I feel like between, you know, the creators and the producers and the directors, someone's going to catch it. Someone's going to be like, wait, is Rick's hair really off model? And is he always smoking <laughs> that blunt? So, just one, uh, one frame. That's all you need. Just one frame. Yeah, like slipping in there. Like back in the early '90s, they should have had like a Rasta Bart Simpson just in there for one quick scene. Yeah, that's it. It's the same I, equivalent. Like Rasta, like those, like Rastafari, like Bart Simpson like yeah. T-shirts. Then you have Rick Sanchez with a big ass blunt you know and who rainbow does, hair. You know who does that a lot is uh, Mel Gibson. Like, we'll always do a single frame of some fucking weird, crazy-ass thing, like, in a trailer or in one of his movies. Like, have you seen the thing where 
in um in the trailer for apocalypto there's one frame of him with all of the indigenous people and he's just like smoking a cigar have I have you not, seen that no. this is like some oh wow some fucking serious mel gibson lore there's another one for uh passion of the christ where like jesus is doing something fucking weird i can't smoking remember. a cigar on the cross smoking a cigar on the cross and mel gibson is denying the holocaust <laughs> like that level well, of like he always slips one frame of him doing some fucking insane shit into all of his stuff well so it's on brand yeah go <laughs> search it well i guess to be more like mel gibson i guess i'll give it a shot <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah you could uh so you're, you're getting a lot of these weirdo rick and morty ads basically yeah and it's just like i mean you know if even if i didn't work on the show that would be that, that just is just like inauthentic enough and annoying enough i don't want to have to look at it but i guess also working on it too it's like hey stop like watering down the quality of the product with this shit yeah really totally yeah. That, but it feels like the experience gets a little bit like oh i have to, I have to look at this stuff now too and um and like a lot of a lot of its uh money comes from merchandise and when you know this other like these people put out this like lame product that people are buying instead of the actual licensed product i mean that's potentially money to make the show better that they're taking that's true well i know like the simpsons example i know matt graining and the crew used to collect all of the bootleg simpsons especially all the bootleg bart simpson yeah like t-shirts they could find and they had in their office just a big wall of bootleg (laughs) bootleg barts that's pretty cool you know there's there's a common thing that i i come across or rather i get sent pictures of which is that a lot of people like to make bong pieces of rick and morty yeah yeah i've seen i've seen like i I feel like i've seen that a lot i feel like i was at a party once and somebody pulled out a pickle rick pipe (laughs) (laughs) nice and i was like i don't think you bought that on (laughs) adultswim.com unfortunately not yeah. So what's your punishment for these uh ne'er do wells? Ne'er do wells, yeah. Oh man. Um uh they have to wear their own products. I yeah, it's like you I I do wonder that about these people is it like are they just pandering to a certain demographic that thinks yeah. that they're going to wear this or I do think they so. think that this is actually like cool? I don't think so. I think they're pandering. I think mm. they have to wear it and then I think that we staple it to them and they can't take it off. That's yeah, I, th- I think the people who make them aren't like creatives. I think they're people yeah. who hire a graphic artist. It's like, could you put Walter White and Rick on a shirt? Yeah. Because you, you'll, yeah. like, you'll click some of those links and you'll see some of their stores and it's just like a bunch of bootleg merchandise from a d- bunch of different properties and none of it's good. Yeah. So it's yeah, good. make them make wear their own crappy clothes. And only that. Yeah, only that. Good, yeah. good. Have fun at your daughter's wedding, jackass. <laughs> Have fun making a daughter wearing that. <laughs> Have fun making a daughter and showing up to a wedding. <laughs> that phrase alone is very funny. Have fun making a daughter and showing up to her wedding. <laughs> anyway, I got a, I got a two minutes of hate. Yeah. If, you, if you believe this or not. So this is this is hit. I'm going to admit it off. I'm going to come out in front of this. Hitler. No, this oh. is this is hypocritical because okay. this is something I did this week because I was I was admittedly kind of pandering. Uh, this is it's okay when we do it. Okay, fair enough. 
This is going to tell my kids this was blank. Have you seen this one, Ari? On, it's mostly on Twitter. I've seen it a little bit on Facebook. You know, it's, it's, fun. it's funny. I saw it once. I didn't realize it was a format. And then I, I read your uh, Google spreadsheet for this episode. And I saw that. I'm like, oh, that's what that was. Yeah. yeah. Make that. Yeah, because yeah. I, I saw a couple like on Twitter. And it was like, I got this is so embarrassing. I'm, I'm just like, oh, this is going to be one of those things that people <laughs> fucking latch on to. Maybe and, Star will retweet it. Yeah, maybe. And I was like, I, I was like, uh, here's uh, I just screenshot of the Thought Cops page and I said, going to tell my kids this was NPR. Got about 18 I, likes on it. It's good. I haven't, I haven't no, seen no self-respect. I haven't seen like anyone posting a like a like a like a big. I've only seen like friends of mine self-promote their own stuff with that meme. I haven't seen like an actually yeah. like. Gonna tell my kids this is Pokemon and it's I don't know Digimon or something <laughs> stupid like that. Yeah, that's a good example. Or it'll be like Macaulay Culkin, and someone will be like, "I'm gonna say that this is Macklemore." <laughs> We're having fun. This is actually this is actually fun. <laughs> oh, people are happy. Okay, I I didn't realize it, that. It feels like know, what's that like? It feels it feels like the 2.0 version of uh, what is this wrong answers only yes, it feels like yes. the reboot of that like oh this didn't work out that well last time let's see if we just like tweak the format a little bit and put the same thing back out maybe it'll maybe it'll be successful this time who's in charge of this stuff <laughs> well i Soros. thought the same it's a, it's a little it's a little it's a little different but it reminded me of that meme which was um remember blank well this is him now yep, yep, yeah. yet it's a little different than that it's kind of the opposite, actually. It's like going back. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the wrong answers only thing. What I specifically remember that one just because yeah. that was like last summer. I remember that was my two minutes of hate at the live show at the stereos. Yeah. Mm. And this is yeah the same thing along those lines. Where yeah, people are just latching onto this, and it just like it, like like you said, it's it's a it's a shameful but effective way to self promote your your art. You know, because well, what better what better way to devalue art than <laughs> <laughs> we're also an irony poisoned show about internet content and like yeah that's very on brand for us to like give into the fuck it's like me doing the high hope song like right, I'm right. so fucking poisoned by that shit that I can't stop I love it I love that oh, song God. I love the dance or the constant like I family hate it guy so quoting. much that I love it yeah yeah the constant I mean, family guy reference. It's a fun prompt. I'll I'll give it that. One of the, I think the first one I saw was it was retweeted by Reggie Fizame. Yeah. Somebody t- uh, it was a picture of Reggie and then somebody said going to tell my kids this was the 45th president and he quote retweeted it and said this made me laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Very and good then, Reggie impression. <laughs> he does not talk like a person. <laughs> he's kind of he's kind of robotic, you know? Hell yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, if Reggie does it, I think that's pretty cool. So I, I, I put my own spin on it. Uh, anyway, if you do this, if you, if you, I, I'm going to spay and neuter you. You got no one to tell. <laughs> <laughs> you have no one to spread your lies to. That's not Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> and and as, as if kids don't have access to the internet. No, dad, that's not Macklemore. That's Macaulay Culkin, the 52nd president of the United States. <laughs> oh, no. We're screwed. Well, it's a little look into the crystal ball, <laughs> folks. Anyway, let's move it's on. It's going to be all the actors from Home Alone 2. Uh, it's going to be 
Donald Trump is president now. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. Tim Curry is going to be our next president. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's going to be Macaulay Culkin and whoever else is in that movie. Those are the only three I and remember. And then the kid from Home Alone 3, whoever the, that was. The weird pigeon lady. Yeah. <laughs> weird pigeon lady 2024 running against Kanye. <sighs> <laughs> Sucks. Anyway, anyway, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the Internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and often very unusual punishment. Let's talk about the Mayor Pete dance. We open with it. Let's start with it. I have high hopes for this dance. (laughs) Ari, have you seen seen this? No, I haven't. Have you? You're so fucking lucky, it's, man. Well, you might oh. have to. That's the thing. All right. We're going to make you watch so, it. I'm going to watch it right now. Is it the second I, have, yeah. I, have it, I have it queued. Let's, let's play it. Let's, yeah, let's pull this up. Let's cue it. Um, You got the YouTube video, right? Yeah, it's up. Okay. Oh. Do this at home if you're listening. <laughs> I am. Roll to the left. Roll up top. Roll to the left. This is already too complicated for me. <laughs> Kevin's doing it, just so everybody knows. Okay. So yeah, you you get the gist of it, right? Wait, could we play a clip of the dance though? Yeah, I'll I'll pull one up. Yeah, I haven't even seen him doing it yet. <laughs> well, just so just so you have context, so you understand what the oh, dance okay. is. Okay. And now okay, we're gonna sure. now we're gonna see it in action. Uh, this is not gonna be exciting to. Uh, to listen to because it's just going to be the song but we're going to react to uh, listening to it oh my god they're all <laughs> wow is this not the worst thing you've ever seen in your life <laughs> <laughs> oh they're out there affecting change <laughs> there's something about Half the chair is being empty. That makes it twice as funny. <laughs> Ari, you don't understand though. This is I scroll through Twitter. This is all I see on my timeline. It's all over. There's millions of versions. Of this high hope stance. Oh, so is that more what's I don't know. I guess annoying about it, it's, or is it's it... become it's well. I mean, it's terrible. That's what sucks. I think most people are just mocking it, though. At this point, yeah, but it's it's going through this weird. I mean, it's irony. It's, it's like irony on the internet. You have the people that start doing it that have good intentions, high hopes, blah blah blah, uh, and then some people start to catch on to it, and then some of the people that really like Mayor Pete Buttigieg like do it at this rally, as you can see, and then other people see it, and it it keeps culminating into this giant snowball. And then other people start making fun of it. And then the people that are making fun of it will get responses that are like, you know, you really shouldn't make fun of this. This is These are volunteers that are doing this and they're just trying to have fun and blah, blah, blah. And then there's like the, the backlash to that response, which is like more people keep making fun of it. And now it's become this cultural icon that I tweet out 50 different tweets about everyone needs to do the Pete Buttigieg dance on stage at the debates. And none it of them are good. Like- you're describing to me a good campaign. It's catchy. <laughs> We're talking about it. Uh, but that being said, they have to be punished because that's what the point of the show is, I guess. We got to make people suffer. Yeah. When's it's that, unacceptable. When's that wheel coming? Did you steal that wheel yet? 
I'm working on it. So, Ari, we're trying to get a wheel because we're tired of coming up with punishments impromptu because it's, it's too much work. It's very hard. It puts a it lot of pressure lot. on the guest. Uh, we're trying to get a big spinny wheel. We can just spin the wheel and figure out what happens. But that's coming soon, folks. Live shows in a big wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have to I have to seal the wheel before the live show. That's it. Yeah. Shit. And if not, we got to buy one. This, I guess. Is like, this is like homework. Where the hell do you buy a wheel? I don't know. Caveman. Anyway, right. about this for a punishment. Go yeah. for it. Every, every like wedding or bat mitzvah or quinceanera, that's the only dance they're allowed to do. Yes, I agree. I'm in full support of it. I, Daddy daughter dance the, to the fucking high hopes. This is the only dance. That- <laughs> yeah. I hate this so much. I'm in love with it. I don't. I don't. I'm not a dancer. I'm not. But this. I'm not either. But you this saw is me. All I was I getting. Do. You, you he, saw me getting he, into he it. Stop. It's incredible. What did it feel like? In, invigorating. <laughs> like where in your body did you feel that? My core. My hopes. So high. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I right. felt it in my heart. One in. Can you imagine Bernie Sanders trying this tactic? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that. High hopes. <laughs> I'm so glad that I mean Bernie did release like a Christmas album, which is amazing. You should all go listen he to did? it. That's yeah. great. A long time like oh, in the seventies okay. or eighties. Oh. And he's like old man, like Jewish old man singing to it, which he's like uh like Even forty that? years jingle ago. Bells, jingle <laughs> bells, jingle bells, <laughs> jingle all the way. He's always oh, been an old man. He's always been a, he was born an old yeah. man. Wow. I believe it. Uh okay. Cut, take it from here. Uh, well, actually, not yet. Uh, Grant, uh, ask me if I want to hang out after the show. A- no, ask me. Ask me what. Uh, trust me. Ask me what I'm doing for Friendsgiving. So this has been prompted to me. Hey, Kevin, what are you doing for Friendsgiving? Hey, I'm so glad you reached out. I'm actually a capacity slash helping someone else who's in crisis slash dealing with some personal stuff right now, and I don't think I can hold appropriate space for you. Could we connect blank instead? Slash, do you have someone else you could reach out to? It's my way of saying I don't want to see you. Oh. So this is part of this thing that has come up on Twitter recently that I've been seeing pop up a lot along this high hope stance is the mental emotional capacity float chart, basically. So it's basically how to set boundaries if you're a scary robot. So let me see someone is this like a legal thing of like hey if you're threatening to kill yourself i'm just letting you know that no, i'm not no. legally locked no it's just this it's like there's nothing wrong with setting boundaries and open communication but it's just like this this person on twitter was going off on this very very long thread about just all these weird like i said kind of robotic rules and everything and it's like this like flow chart you have to follow basically in terms yeah. of uh expressing that you've hit your sustainability goal for the month. You've hit your quota for uh, conversations with friends is kind of what I'm getting at here. So yeah, there's this, <laughs> there's this a lot of the replies are hilarious because this everybody is, well, should I say uh, at F yeah, M Fabello that's on fine. Twitter, Melissa Fabello. So yeah, a lot of people in the replies are like, yeah, if I got a, if I got this from a friend, I would literally never speak to them again. <laughs> Just like people are saying, like, I like friendship sounds like a lot of hard work. So it's like, yeah, there's this whole long thread here. So the, the person who sent me the text is a very good friend of mine. We have the kind of relationship where, yes, of course, I would make time for her needs as I know she would me. 
Uh, this is a whole thing. This so, sounds like the episode of Frasier where he realizes that his girlfriend is just trying to get free therapy and he's trying to stop talking to her about like her personal problems. But uh-huh. because he's a therapist, he like is invigorated by trying to get to the root of all of her issues. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean that- there aren't they going to be rebooting Frasier? Maybe this is a uh, fodder for the script. I guess so. So I don't know. Ari, have you seen this at all? This sort of I, strange I read through a, a little of it earlier um like the initial stuff in there are, like I really agreed with like I thought like the initial like text that she was reading from her friend like I'm I'm all about yeah you know, you know like these more open communications especially which is the rise of you know suicide and mental illness yeah but I I I, I will agree that this prompt she gave for when you say that you you're not available to talk to someone does come off as a little robotic, but I'll also give her the benefit of the doubt and say that like, I think it's intentionally like it's full of all these dashes to to tell you the reader, like, or you could say this, or you could say this. Like I wouldn't actually like, it's a mad libs sort of like, yeah. Like in the brackets later date or time, I don't think you should like literally put that 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 feels weird yeah like i know somebody said uh let me see here the idea is fine we don't always have space to deal with other people's stuff on top of our own but if a friend sent me this message i'd feel absolutely dreadful we can't treat our friends like hr referrals this is so cold and impersonal yeah so, yeah i, mean, I, I don't the thing about uh like is this like a legal sort of it sounds like it, it feels like it yeah. yeah uh i don't like yeah i don't think this person's intentions were bad it just it, it does come across as almost i mean like any of this stuff almost like a, hey look at me here's here's this massive thing i figured out like it's like this person <sighs> thinks that they have the secrets of the world you know and they're sort of like the gift to the world as far as i have the answers and here's the template you have to follow because I don't think she's saying that. She's saying, you know, yeah, it literally says how you can respond to someone if you don't have space to support them. Someone was telling me something about this, uh, some sort of like social science, uh, like research that was done about how people use social media uh, to like soapbox their own morality. And I don't remember. Who told me the you study? Mean like virtues, vir- uh, virtue signaling? Yeah, but like within more of a scientific sort of parameter. Um, like mm. a person did like actual hard like research on it, but I can't remember who was telling me about it and what they said about it because I don't really pay attention when people talk to me. Awesome. <laughs> 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 thanks for thanks for sharing maybe i'm like the type of person to use this to respond to somebody maybe this is a good idea for T- me take notes <laughs> i um, i did like like sorry go ahead oh i'm like i'm like this overall thread like i'm pretty into i think she has like a lot of like really like wonderful things to say she has a phd like, really, yeah <laughs> it's really the, the username that, says that, as much yeah. You scroll down, and she has all these great talking points, and then you, but, the, but then you hit on this point where she's just like, "And here's an example of what you can say if you don't have time for someone." And it just reads as like, "Hello, I'm so glad you reached out. I'm actually at capacity helping someone else who is in a crisis or dealing with some personal." Like it feels like an automated message, uh, but you know, again, like I don't think this is meant to be taken literally. Like I think this is just. 
I don't know. Like, yeah, you, don't you, got, you, got, you have to add your own voice. I think the sentiment's not necessarily off. I don't know. I think that there's been a lot of funny memes. I yeah. saw one of uh, that scene from the Joker when he's handing her the card that says, <laughs> like, I have a condition that I can't control my laughing, but it's, it's just a picture of, like, the text. <laughs> that rules. Yeah, so more, moreover, uh, I've I've enjoyed the like humorous content around this, where yeah. it's like, yeah, I don't okay. fully disagree with the sentiment. I think it's the robotic, but there's been a lot of like funny, yeah, fun oh. to come from it. I wonder. I don't, I don't I don't know who this person is. I don't know why it it spread, but because yeah, it's just one of those things that just caught on for the week. Yeah, we'll for, we'll and, forget about it by next week. It's enough fine. enough. Uh, like the big twitter users latch on to something and it becomes it becomes noteworthy exactly mm. like uh kevin pointed out joe Keskold responded to it and it's like a lot of people follow him and a lot of people follow other people that were responding to it and it's you know it's just one of those things that happens it's out there and people are gonna react to it it's yeah I, I know like the, yeah it truly is um see so not to uh hit upon this too hard but the punishment I'm going to come up with a punishment. Spin the wheel. Da, 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 da. The punishment says. Uh, wait, hold on. I got a couple written down here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to close my eyes. and I'm gonna stop. stop. Smoke the whole pack. Smoke the whole pack. That's that me- the option. That means you have to only respond <laughs> to everything with this. She has to respond to everybody. Yeah. That if she comes to her with an issue with this. Yeah. So she's ordering food and they're like, sir, this is a Wendy's and it, or man, this is a Wendy's. And they're just like, you know, oh that, oh that old meme again. Yeah, that's back. But you know, they're like, oh, you want to, you want to upgrade that to extra large or uh, biggie? What do they call it? biggie at Wendy's? Yeah, biggie smalls. Yeah. No, they call it the biggie fry, right? I don't know. I haven't been to Wendy's. All right, I just, I just thought of a meme template for, uh, for this. Yeah. Shoot. Just r- recall the animation of Smash Bros when Joker receives his letter <laughs> but on the back it just says hey I'm so glad you reached out yes. <laughs> yeah you see in, the, in that context <laughs> it's like yeah we'll get some, we'll get some uh, really get some value out of this yeah speaking of getting value out of this we gotta talk we got so much fucking shit to talk about that we have no time to talk about any of it what should we do next how are we doing on time we're like 50 minutes but I, we gotta cram more stuff in yeah yeah there's so much stuff that we got to cram in. Um, you can just edit I, it down. Yeah, we'll we'll edit down all the parts where Kevin's talking and just yeah. wick uh, add more in where I'm talking. I just want to hear me. Yeah, c- cut out all my bento banana plugging. No one needs to hear that. <laughs> Here, I, I want to. Oh, you have one. It's been a while since this name has come up, and I don't know if we've ever oh, talked. Oh, yeah. I think we've talked uh, around about. What do you not want to talk about? I, it? I would almost rather this talk is, about this is important stuff. This ties into a lot of other memeology. Okay, well, th- what do you yeah. want to talk about? The Cybertruck? I was going to talk. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. Okay, we'll do the money because this is like this is people are upset about this. This is like this is this is distilled thought cops right here. Okay, let's this go is for right it. here. Yeah. So Anita Sarkeesian's back in the news. Oh, she's back. Yeah. Okay. What's up with her? This is a person that I, I, don't, I don't know what she did or what she said. A lot of people dislike her. I don't fully understand why, because anytime someone says the word Gamergate to me, like I, I hear that like ringing in my ears <laughs> where I can't hear what you're saying. Like saving Private Ryan. No, well, it was about, uh, it was about um, this one woman. Yeah. And she, she was trading sex for video game. 
that's <laughs> all I fucking hear. And so I have no idea who Anita. Anita. Anita I think it might have been somebody else you're thinking of. Well, yeah, yeah but no, she no, was. No, that's com- not that person. She was commentating about Gamergate yeah. stuff. So I think that's why she rose to prominence. She is feminist frequency is like her blog or something like that. Or I don't know. But so Mandalorian comes out. And of course, all Wait, I can hold think on. Now, is, is there a is there a woman DeLorean? All I can think now is if there's a woman DeLorean. Um, Fuck you, Aaron. There's not yet. But so Anita Sarkeesian uh, tweets. Am I extremely tired or is there not a single female speaking character in the first episode of Mandalorian? I've got to have missed something, right? Very poor communication style. With I've got to have. I've got to have missed something. It's not good. And then people like pointed a couple things out. He says, uh, most mass media overwhelmingly centers men and per- per- uh, perpetuates patriarchy. The Mandalorian is no exception. It wastes no time in estal- establishing a patriarchal setting. The bartender is a man. The bar patrons are men. Everybody's a man. The first female we meet is the ship. That's, I guess, the thing. I haven't seen the huh? show yet. It may introduce a few significant female characters later on. Great. It doesn't matter, though, is what she says. And Everyone's like, well, there are like important female characters later. And she's like, it doesn't matter. So people are upset about this. Well, we don't even know what gender baby Yoda is. Maybe, gen- maybe baby Yoda is fluid. Yeah, it's too young to tell. Lives- uh, Yoda lives well, for a long time. Hot take over here. Yeah. Um, I like Anita Sarkeesian. What, explain I- to me <laughs> who she is, please. Because. <laughs> well, you know, I'm people, with you. People, in are that-, up- that people are upset about. Uh, like her her take on this and i it's not as though i don't disagree with the mindset of going like yeah we should have more representation i think sometimes picking things apart you could do that with anything and be like well nothing has perfect representation but it's like you you want things on the whole to sort of be more representative of everything and i just i don't disagree with that but uh i can sort of see why people think things can be taken as preachy but also i don't care about a lot of things that much (laughs) but anyway ari uh yeah explain to me uh what you were gonna say before i uh railroaded you so i haven't kept up with her in a while so i i don't i don't know if there is an amount of discourse of negativity about her that I just haven't heard, and if I would find it seems like everything she says or does is like controversial. Well, so that's like the messy thing is because what I come across are a bunch of you know usually it's either people who are upset that she's saying anything critical of the media they love, or it's just blatant misogynists. So it's really hard to find actual criticism of her. I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure she said some stuff that probably she didn't stand by anymore. Well, I think that for this example in particular, people did point out like some counter examples, like you said, to her about the men about the Mandalorian specifically. And then she was sort of like, "Yeah, but I don't care about that." Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, if she if she's wrong about her approach, she's wrong about it. But yeah, like the initial so the initial tweet of saying why aren't there any female characters in this in this first episode of Star Wars? Like, you know, it's 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 a worthy question. And it's sort of like the Bechtel test, right? It's not mm-hmm. like yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. like, oh, like, because there's no female characters, it's misogynist. I think she's just tired. She's like, oh, here it is again. Like, another one. Like, why is this still happening? 
And most of the characters wear helmets. Who knows? I mean, what was... There's a character yeah, no, someone, in, uh, someone posted a picture. They were like, actually, this character is female, and it was an alien with a helmet. And I was like, oh, hooray, <laughs> sexism is over. Awesome. <laughs> What's that character exactly from... Uh, one. Yeah, cover up. From the <laughs> yeah. new Star Wars movies. Uh, really? you no, play Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a helmet on. Sure. I mean, but at least, like, she is, like, like has a prominent woman's voice and it, you know she's like True. she's like she's like woman boba fett she's cool she's got one of those like hot robot voices where you're like yeah i'd fuck that robot <laughs> yeah i don't don't know what you're talking about that yeah just, just a universal thought right there yeah that's that one lands with everybody right <laughs> anyways you know when you hear that robot yeah. voice and you're just <laughs> oh! like, i just gotta get in this um, so Mandalorian. I see. I didn't know this until recently. I thought that Disney Plus was doing the Netflix thing where they're just like, "Blah, here's ten episodes." Yeah. Apparently, they're just putting them out week by week. What the fuck is the point of that? I think I it's fine. We were beyond that, I think it's okay no, because it's it. people it sucks should man. die have time to digest media instead of just like exactly. No. No. Dude, like everything I've binge watched, I don't remember. I've seen like most of Ords and New Black. I couldn't tell you all that much about it. Hmm. Kevin, you've, really... you've seen me eat, right? Does it look like I digest anything? I haven't seen the aftermath, so... <laughs> Alright, well, not the direction I was going. I'm embarrassed we... by how much that subtle poop joke just really, like, hit me. <laughs> like, yeah, it's still there. It's never leaving. I still laugh at him. It's just a, just a stain, a, just a besmirchment. Um, yeah, so what are we talking about? The 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 woman DeLorean. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess uh, there's, uh, like, the one of the most recent episodes was directed by a female that's doing the Obi-Wan spinoff movie or show or whatever that is. Oh, I forgot and it's been, it's been like praised heavily. People are like, Hey, this was a good episode. Yeah. So there's that, I guess. And there's that baby Yoda. He's cute. <laughs> baby Yoda, baby Yoda, uh, baby Yoda merch. They're pushing it out just in time for Christmas. They said too. That was, I mean, that's a smart move. I, th- I, I think there's a, an amount of jealousy I feel because I don't have Disney Plus. I'm I against getting it. I yeah, kind of want to see Mandalorian though and I feel like because it. I didn't ex- I, I, I mean, you know, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> say I will or won't. Um, <laughs> um, sorry. Oh yeah. Because I didn't experience Baby Yoda alongside everyone else at the same time, I didn't you know, I didn't get that moment and now everyone's throwing it in my face, and now I'm just like, man, fuck baby Yoda. Yeah. Also, is Yoda a species or a name? Because I think that Yoda is the character's name. That's been debated, and I could get... Uh, well, actually, uh, <laughs> I, I don't really know. Um, I've, from what I heard from a larger Star Wars fan than I, um, Yoda is or was the only known of his kind, so I don't really... I don't know. Maybe they'll have a new name for him. Like, I don't, is this or her, or Yoda? Her. You know? Yoda, is there a Yoda her? Yeah, that's what they're going to call her. I feel like I'm stealing <laughs> his jokes. Yeah, but remember like, when you were mad about calling Friendsgiving that because friend isn't in the name and now you're saying Yoda her? Because I love Aaron Klopfer. Yeah, his Aaron name Aaron isn't Yoda him. That's true. Do you think that the race of Yodaites is uh, that they call them Yod- Yodinians? Or do you um, think Yodaites was sort of just I, on the table already? I'm glad I don't know the answer. I'm just going to go there. Me too. So anyway, uh, Mandalorian. Let's uh, 
cancel it. Yeah, let's cancel it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Disney Plus just came out and canceled and nobody can see the other episodes that are just waiting to be they're they're probably already uploaded they just have that like youtube scheduled upload date kind of thing i do have to say i think i think it was the hard drive or like one one of those whatever entity uh whatever uh the the magazine is that has the twitter page uh they had the the one article that was like uh bad news baby yoda has died (laughs) (laughs) sad man it is sad. And this is a good uh God, I just I just gotta list off some of this stuff just because I, I this was a big week and I can't not talk about just some of the other things. We have Elizabeth Banks made that movie that fucking tanked. Uh was it Charlie's Angels? Charlie's Angels. It made like that one's a little bit too similar to what we just talked about. It made about. one million dollars. I'm just mentioning yeah. it because we're like towards the end of the show. I didn't even know it came out. It came out, it made about a million dollars in the box office, which is nothing. She blamed sexism on it um, hmm. somehow. I didn't even know about, yeah, I didn't know about it till the complaining happened. Yeah. Typical, I'm not, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do there it. Was, there was one Reddit comment I loved where the, the day the trailer dropped, you know, like yeah. you watched that trailer and her name is all over it. Directed by Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Like, you know, you see her in it. You know, like it says her name in the in the title, and the first comment was, "Wait, is Elizabeth Banks attached to this?" <laughs> uh, we also have uh, a, an article came out that said Julia Roberts was like the first choice to play Harriet Tubman. Yeah, not cool. When this was it, this in, tw- like twenty years ago, oh, back in the nineties, oh. they, they were going to make 90s, a Harriet. So. Okay. They were going to make a Harriet Tubman movie. And so, like, uh, there's this article from Sky News that's like, uh, someone at a meeting was like, yeah, we'll get Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. And someone was like, well, Harriet Tubman was black. And someone was like, well, it's so long ago that no one would know the difference. Also, Scarlett Johansson was still a kid. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's unfortunate, but not very surprising. Uh, Can we, we talk about the Cybertruck? We got the Cybertruck. I don't know yeah. what that is. Let's talk about the Cybertruck. Spend a little, little time yeah. on Cybertruck. Just honestly, just Google Cybertruck. Okay, here I yeah, go. Let's, I want to hear your reaction to this. <laughs> Whoa! Tesla reveals Cybertruck. Yeah, yeah. But break Click the unbreakable window. All right. Um, images. As an artist, what do you think Ooh. of the design? Whoa! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Oh, this, this looks like Grand Theft Auto wasn't done rendering a car. <laughs> Hell yeah. Twisted metal. <laughs> Damn. I love it. Oh, even the tires are low poly. <laughs> low poly's in, baby. Dude, this is cool. Uh, 64-bit graphic, man. I... Uh, I unironically dig this. This is, this is so I'm, I'm so kind of cool. torn too. Like I know people have been like ripping on it and stuff. I kind of like it, but <laughs> I think Dick said it was uh, basically just an El Camino. Yeah. Which if you look at the like the trunk and everything. Yeah. Um. I'm not a car guy. I'm not a big walking car. I don't. Yeah. I'm. I'm all for people shitting on Elon Musk because <laughs> fuck him. Um. But at the same time, like, yeah, I. Honestly, I just wish all cars sort of looked like this, just had no personality. Like, mm. like here, here's the thing. You you watch uh, Jerry Seinfeld's comedian cars getting coffee. You see, like, all the all the beautiful designs of some of the older cars. And nowadays, everything just looks like a fucking, like, four-door piece of shit beige sedan. And you're just like, 
it, there's no like there's no anything about like it's so it's so normal that even with all the different designs everything just looks the same and it's like i just wish shit looked like this like every car looked like this like just nondescript just a fucking sheet of metal don't don't even paint it just fucking leave it take a sledgehammer to it fuck it it doesn't even need to have like one of those sort of aerodynamic shapes with like the roundness to the car just fucking cut out a sheet of chunk uh, a chunk of sheet metal and just fucking leave it good enough looks like a tank fine good and look at the lights too it's just like this like light panel that goes across yeah. the top remember so yeah, this is- in like i don't know in like movies from the 70s 80s and 90s we thought that technology would look more like complicated and noisy and like have more stuff on it yeah the opposite happened man we were like we gotta just make it look less and less natural just more in the ipod yeah, yeah apple was a big was a big part of that there's uh there's a uh this is a sort of good segue into this i've been reading this book uh it's a series of essays um where what the f- is it um oh sorry i just have to cut you off i just saw the picture of it in the middle of the woods and i can't say it couldn't it couldn't look more out of place <laughs> yeah <laughs> weekend camping with the boys <laughs> Sitting in the back of my Batmobile. Smoking meats. Oh, yeah. Ian Spinonius wrote a book called Censorship Now uh, a couple years ago. Um, it's a good book. You should all go, go to your local library and pick up a copy. Um, but he has a, he has a chapter in it where he's talking about like the modern digital age and... Uh, and minimalism and Mm -hmm. how yeah exactly what you're talking about how you think everything's supposed to be complicated and futuristic and how all of like art and like the collections of arts and books and movies and everything is just on this like rectangle that you hold in the palm of your hand and how like uh the idealistic future isn't like a big grandiose house but just a small like uh a small cubicle of an apartment with just Ikea furniture and how that's like the modern man, because you know, you're no longer tethered to the material world because it's all like on your fucking device sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, great fucking great writing. Very uh, strange, hmm. but uh, you know, nonetheless, that's Kevin has this blank stare on his face. Like I- he <laughs> didn't listen to a single thing and that it doesn't even matter. <laughs> I was listening. What do you think? Sounds interesting. Thanks. <laughs> That's all the validation I need. I, I'm just—I already knew all that stuff. That's oh, okay. I'm, I'm already. I was just citing a book that I. I'm learned, enjoy, learned. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, cool car. Uh, cool car, Elon. Want to drive it to the White House? Man, look at this thing. Woo wee! I'd love to see just one of those on the road. I'd be terrified. <laughs> be like, what? What's that? Is this the purge? Is the, the purge bad. happening? It does look like the car, yeah, you would see that would be in charge of the human extinction unit. (laughs) Uh, Any other stories we should sort of lightning round here? Let's punish it really quick if we can. Uh, Your punishment is... Cyber truck, uh, get cyber fucked. Yeah, that's what I said. Who's being punished, Elon? Well, actually, no, he's already... Yeah, he's going to... Cyber truck creator Elon Musk will continue to be cyber bullied on twitter.com <laughs> i'm okay with this and it's gonna go back to having the uh pitch black avatar <laughs> just nothing he deserves it uh what else we got uh fucking stick your finger in your mouth and then stick it in his ear fuck him 
And we'll get to the key to the city, the uh, moment where we like to be positive on the show for once in our fucking lives. Uh, talk about something cool or interesting we saw online or otherwise. And my key to the city this week goes to a YouTube channel I discovered recently called Neril. It's N-E-R-R-E-L. Have you heard of this guy, Ari? I feel like you might have seen him. I don't think so. His most famous video was comparing the Majora's Mask 3DS remake to the N64 version. And he picked apart why it was inferior and he, it you was know, like i told you about that video and you were like no i have it on the 3ds i think it's okay <laughs> i was like no i saw this video and this guy like just pieced apart every single issue with it and you're like no i thought it was a good remake everyone said it remake. i'm like i don't know man i saw this video and now you're like oh i saw this uh, video you might have heard it it's this guy right. narrow he, and, I, and he I, does- I didn't even include you i'm like all right you must know about it <laughs> Oh my god! I believe you just referenced one of my references back to me. I will say some of it was nitpicky, okay? If I'm being honest, but he has a, he has some other really great videos about like motion controls and video games, and he has a really great uh, video where he compares Skyward Sword to Breath of the Wild in a lot of ways you wouldn't expect, and talks about the merits and non-merits of both. Oh, a little uh, nitpicky, but you know he's just doing his job. Some of it, you know what? He's out there doing God's work, and by God's work, I mean talking about the Legend of Zelda franchise. So, and you know some other stuff too. I will say I enjoyed the video. Yeah, I tried to sell you on the video, but I guess <laughs> I guess you really do have to come to your own conclusions. The algorithm had to get me. First. Yeah, see that's the issue. I only listen to the algorithm. Ari, did you have anything uh, cool or interesting or positive? Uh, what are you asking me? We can we can come back to you too because I know I, I asked me I'm, to give a key to the city. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you're just like, hey, do you have anything cool or anything positive? And I was just like, <laughs> any, any, any encouraging words for me? Yeah. How the hell are you? Oh, we already did that. Uh, Ari, yeah, just yeah. Uh, something, something cool you saw. Sure. Um, you know, I'll give it to, um, I'll give it to uh, the PR department at Adult Swim because I, I asked for permission to talk about Rick and Morty on this podcast, and they were cool about it. So. uh Hopefully, they don't regret it. So, uh, thanks, <laughs> and guys. Hopefully, and hopefully, they're listening. And hello! <laughs> thanks for listening and stick around because it's a fun show. Isn't that right, Grant? Do you guys oh, want to no. make a cartoon about two police officers from Neo Chicago? That would be fun. Well, I'd be totally down. You for should it. cast me and. <laughs> <laughs> and Asterios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who plays who? We'll leave that to Adult Swim. I think Asterios should play Asterios. Yeah. Yeah. Asterios would be good in like a Clumps remake. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, what's your uh, key to the city? What a backhanded compliment. <laughs> you saw like, that came out of my mouth and I'm like, that is wrong at like a million levels. And I'm just like, let's move on with the show. I mean, it fits. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as though. He would be wearing prosthetics. He's lost a lot of weight. I told, like, remember the first time we saw him and the last time we saw him? He looked great. He does look a lot healthier from the yeah. Facebook pictures I've seen. He's turning his life around. We can learn a lesson from him. That's true, man. That man's been the hell and back. Yeah, yeah. Glad to see him succeeding, though. And we wish him luck on the Clumps Jr. Whatever. <laughs> Clumps Jr. Uh, my key to the city goes to uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Wow, Pete. Great dance. I really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. You can... All your friends can do it together in the same room. Play that song. 
Terrible song. It's, it's the worst been song. Stuck in my head all worst week. Song I've ever- that song plays at work all the time, and I thought it was bad. <laughs> I thought it was bad before the dance, and then the dance happened, and now I love it. Do I you love see moms so on the treadmill doing the dance? I wish. Yeah. Uh, maybe I need to go on the treadmill and do the dance. I, I would recommend it. I'll, I'll show up. I'll do it. I'll get a fucking membership. Aren't you a trainer? Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. I Say, uh, oh, this is good for your uh, triceps. I'm do an, the- yeah, an hour-long cardio class that's only that day. <laughs> Hour. <laughs> All right. Uh, this week's thought cops word of the week is sus, which is short for suspicious or suspect. When you think someone is being shady, you go, that's sus. I thought that's like when you're trying to sort something out and you're like, I'm sussing. No, it that's out. that's what it used to be. Not anymore. Oh, okay. Not, I, s- I stand corrected. Now I it's like, like, I like this new one. This is this, yeah. this is cool. This sounds like a thing I would have said back when I hung out with all the SoCal Stoders. Oh, yeah, bro. Uh, dude's being pretty sus right now. Yeah, you narc. That's what they used to say. Yeah, like like, like after I went to uh, the chiropractor and he fixed my back, I stand corrected. Nice. Hey, Zwick, keep the dead air in after that. <laughs> Don't, that, that, was, that, that was no accident. <laughs> that one was a real thinker. I was like, yeah. did he just... Fucking yep, say that? I did. <laughs> he really just. It was a thinker, and uh, did did he have the audacity? Not like, oh, does is that what I think? It is what you think. Yeah. You it, didn't have to think about whether or not it was what you thought. Yeah. Just whether or not someone would say that, and I did. Well, before we get to the voicemails, Ari, where can we find everything you do online? Oh man, honestly, a quick Google search of my name will get you far. But if that's just too much work, family, um. My YouTube account is my name. I make it so easy for you guys. Ari Grab, A-R-I-G-R-A-B-B. Uh, you can watch Pento Banana. You can watch Sludgy the Possum. All my, all my hits. I'm on Instagram as well. I post more artwork there. Lately, there's lots of cute stories of my cat. So you can yeah. check those out. And I have some neglected Twitter accounts that I hope I will be more active on. There's my personal one, which is just a grab. And uh, there's one for Bento in case you're like, well, I like that Bento cartoon, but this guy's kind of too much. Uh, <laughs> you could just filter me out and get just Bento content and some anime memes on that one. So you're good. Hell yeah. And uh, Rick and Morty, uh, I'm scratching my yeah, head. Yeah, Google that. Uh, what channel is that on? Uh, I don't know. Let's go. It's, you know, everything's streaming everywhere. Nah. Yeah. I think it's on Disney Plus. Get Disney Plus today. Watch Rick and Morty on Disney Plus. Use promo code RE to save 5% off of your viewing of Rick and Morty. You know what? Adult Swim's been cool. Uh, it's on Adult Swim. I, I want to make sure that I've said it right for them. <laughs> AdultSwim.com. Um, watch it online. Uh, you can buy episodes, I think, on like the PlayStation Store and stuff. Don't okay. download it and watch it in bad quality because we worked really hard on it to make it look really good. Don't That's be, true. Don't be a dick. That's very true. Hey, Poo Poo Cop. Hey. hey. Um, I don't know if any of you guys know the horror that is a work slack, but... Yep. Nope. The attempts... I do. Okay, so my work has a slack, but there's one channel that's basically, you know, kind of off-topic and you can post funny stuff 
And man, Normie's attempting humor, it, it hurts because they're, they're still on Can I Have Cheeseburger and, um, whoa, and that's deep cut. like, like old Gen X's attempting memes. It, 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 it's like my mom being very online, but actually it's worse because my mom knows about like incels and vor and They'll stuff. Be on advice dogs soon enough. Think that like <laughs> forever alone is like he he ha ha, and it it hurts. It's 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 like I'd rather you just like not like talk about like funny things or try to attempt humor at work. I'd rather you know you just um keep slack professional because it, it's cringe. Like stop trying to be funny. This person's hey. missing out on a blessing, if you ask me. They're they're into old memes. That is such a fun experiment to be like, all right, let's see where they are the timeline and how they respond to what was coming up next. Hey, Nico, I'm so glad you reached out. I'm actually at capacity slash helping <laughs> someone on. else who's in crisis <laughs> slash dealing with some personal stuff right now, and I don't think I can hold appropriate space for you. Could we connect later time or date instead? Slash, do you have someone else you could reach out to? And that's where I come in. Yeah, uh, this is uh, well done. Uh, thank you. Asterios said the same thing in his live show where he was complaining about the uh, forced conversation and the off-topic slack. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, uh, I don't want to... You get- know what? At least you have a, a space upon which you can do that because i have a uh group text at work Mm -hmm. and it's the it's way worse because like at least you put slack down you can go walk away i get texts of memes people send gifs of meme gifs terrible to my personal phone when i'm just sitting doing nothing at home not Um, thinking about work but now you're thinking about work yeah i'm i'm sitting here i'm watching porn and fucking, fight you know, I, 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 yeah, fight porn. I don't look at the, the normal stuff. I just look at fight porn. I just look at people beating the shit out of each other. And fucking, I get a gif of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in the, uh, in the, what's the movie where this is the rich guy? The, they're Great all Gatsby, the movie. Great Gatsby. Oh. Yeah. Him and Great Gatsby dancing, you know. Uh, and I, I, I get that gif sent to my phone and my erection just goes straight down. Like thanks, thanks for ruining my fucking life, you fucking idiot. Um, I have a Slack channel at work, and uh, yeah. it's pretty simple. I turned off the notifications except for <laughs> private messages, and uh, yeah. And then when I'm like, you know what, I could go for a meme. I just open up the random channel, and uh, there they are. So, uh, well, I guess I guess you guys have old memes. I think that's awesome. I think you like walk up to a coworker and just be like, hey. I heard you like mudkips and watch their mind explode. (laughs) That's yeah. Like I think you got some gold. My liver hurts from hearing you say that. That, You're like a man from the future. It's like, it's like going back to high school and doing it all over again and being the most popular kid. That's you. (laughs) Yeah. But do not, do not show the modern memes. Do not ruin this fun that you get to have. It's time travel, man. Very tricky stuff can't disrupt the balance oh yeah you'll overload them if you were to show them like do do memes even have names now i don't know anime butterfly guy too much like the quantum (laughs) barrier will disrupt and you'll kill us all so for context uh joseph sent us a voicemail and then just before we started recording in our discord channel he said i sent a voicemail on tuesday 
I don't remember doing that. Oh boy. So everybody prepare your assholes. All right, count me. Never off. know what never know what to expect with you. <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh boy. <laughs> you know what's more difficult than <laughs> studying what doing the- all your fucking homework. <laughs> going to the party. Like every two and a half days. Like every two days. Getting fucked up. Trying to get all your work in. Not being a fucking degenerate. Is it raining outside? You know what's more difficult than Why are you out of breath? Trying to fucking quit cigarettes. These fucking things. What what do they put in them? Cocaine? God damn. It's fucking difficult. They're so just, just so satisfying. You have a couple of beers, smoke a cigarette. There's nothing better. Not even nothing. His face is as good as that. God damn, it's so fucking difficult. This guy's in what day twenty three of No No November. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god. So yeah, that was he's like stomping through a forest in the middle of the night where it's raining and just bearing his soul to us. That was art. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Thank you, Yosef. Also pretty good, pretty good audio quality on that recording. Yeah, he usually well people uh, well I guess we should say the voicemail number is 312-788-7361 and you can also send us a voice or uh, audio file at thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com which people do that and it does sound a little bit nicer yeah uh, if you can record it on your own so which i don't know did he just have his laptop and mic out in this where the hell he was in a rain- Maybe yeah i'm assuming like his a, phone yeah like a newer phone or something yeah, yeah. okay well damn you know, always, as always thanks for taking the time to uh leave us these you know little bits of what's going on in your mind Those or everybody you know calls of just insanity breathing forth from him to the depths of darkness that's where he. Uh, that's where he finds his muse. We've, yeah. we've learned. <laughs> we've come to understand. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that just about does it for the episode. Ari, thanks so much for coming back on the yeah, show, man. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me and for patrolling these mean cyber streets. Yeah, everybody, check out Ari's YouTube. Check out Bento Banana. Please. Uh, if you want to, if you want to support our show, you can do so at Patreon.com/slash/ThoughtCops. Or if you just want to leave us a voicemail, that'd be fine too. It's completely free and it's tons of fun. Uh, we do the show every week, so stick around, and we'll see you next time. Cut. Yay. Zwick leaving when he says cut. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs>